Ashley at the Movies. I am Matt. I'm Ashley. And today we're here to talk about a new movie that is streaming on Hulu called Palm Springs. And Palm Springs stars Andy Samberg as Niles. He is um, attending a wedding in Palm Springs. He's the boyfriend of one of the bridesmaids, I think. And it turns out that he is living this day, this wedding day, over and over again a la Groundhog Day. And he strikes up a relationship with one of the other uh, members of the wedding party, uh, the sister of the bride. And together they live this day over and over and try to get out of this loop, time loop that they're in. And I guess that's the setup. <laughs> yeah. So uh, first, I'll say that you know we're gonna because it's a new movie, we're not gonna do spoilers. Except um, we are eventually gonna give it a score like we normally do. But then after that, we're gonna do a little bit of spoilers. So you you'll be able to hear most of our review, hear our scores, and then if you want to continue on listening, um, then we'll do because we'll, there's something I want to talk about that's a little too spoilery. But okay. okay. Um, so what did you think of this? Um, well, I had fun watching it. I mean, it's ultimately, it's a kind of a romantic comedy, which I don't feel like we see enough of. It's my, one of my favorite genres. So it is nice to see a romantic comedy. Um, I can't help comparing it with Groundhog Day. It seems so derivative of that. <laughs> um, and, and, and to me, Groundhog Day is a, is a far superior movie. Um, this one is... I don't know, it's trying too hard to kind of have this black humor, this dark humor. Um, and I, I didn't like the characters as much. Now, I think the performances are really good, particularly um, the actress who plays the, the, the female in the trip. Yeah, Kristen uh, Milati. Kristen Milati. I thought she was really, really good. She's funny. Miliati, she, sorry. Miliati. She's funny, but she's also edgy and... Um, and, and good at that that dark humor that they were going for. Um, but, you know, and there were a few twists and turns to make it interesting, but I felt like I knew where it was going ultimately, and it wasn't a big surprise. Um, and I just, I well, I guess most importantly, to me, it just wasn't as funny as I think they were going for. I mean, I laughed a handful of times, but some of the humor, a lot of the humor just didn't work for me but mm-hmm. I don't know what do you think well yeah I'm sort of thinking we're on the same wavelength here so I will first say this is a short 90 minutes exactly mm-hmm. uh, which is fine it doesn't need to be any longer than that but um, you know so this keeps getting compared to Groundhog Day and I do think that's fair but you know it ain't no Groundhog Day no uh, for one thing you know the first um, I don't know 10 or 15 minutes I was almost um, not sure I wanted to continue watching it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just not... I didn't find it entertaining. Mm-hmm. And Andy Samberg, you know, so he's sort of the Bill Murray character, Hill. And Bill Murray, you know, I'm just going to use the term... You know, Bill Murray sometimes plays douchebags, right? Mm-hmm. But they're somehow lovable douchebags. And not mm-hmm. everyone can pull that off. That's one reason why Bill Murray, is, I think, has had such a good career. Right. He's, he's charming in his own weird way. Right. Um, mm-hmm. not, but it's very important to note that not everybody can do what Bill Murray does. Mm-hmm. 
And Andy Samberg, I know, has this sort of, even though Andy Samberg is in his early 40s, I mean, he plays this, in my opinion, stunted 20-something-year-old type <laughs> of character a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I didn't really want to watch that, and I was worried. I'm like, so is this, what's, is this the movie's tone? Is this mm-hmm. the thing it's just going to be? And then finally, the whole time loop thing kicks in. And I was like, okay, all right. You know, I was better off with that. But you're right. It's not as funny as it thinks it is. Mm -hmm. And I want to just note here, you know, people are going crazy about this movie online, you know, and it's, you know, we'll talk, well, I'll I'll go ahead and give us the, uh, the tomato meter scores, the critic score is 92% certified fresh and the audience score is 90%. It will not be getting that type of score (laughs) for me. Um, so I do, I think I should, you know, we should temper people's expectations right. um, because this was so highly regarded by so many people that I was like, all right, I'm in for a treat. And then I watched it and I'm like, you know, it was all right. Yeah, it was all right. Um, I think it was competently directed. I think it has a lot of, you're right, it was only 90 minutes. It has a lot of momentum. I was never bored. I was interested. And it, it does enough kind of interesting twists with the whole time loop thing. To, to make it interesting, you know, things that we, we didn't see in Groundhog Day. But, um, but yeah, it, it, it just didn't end up being completely satisfying for me. Um, and, you know, like Groundhog Day, it, it touches on, you know, it becomes metaphorical and it touches on kind of deeper issues of what, is, what does happiness mean and what is, what is love and um, the meaning of life. And because when you're stuck, in the same day over and over again and you're not able to move forward these are the things that you start contemplating and, mm-hmm. and thinking about so the movie does touch on those things and, and you know it does a, a decent job yeah um, um, so an issue issues I had with this though again comparing it to Groundhog Day there were things that I, my mind kept drifting in this movie and it never did that in Groundhog Day so, so, another, so one thing was I kept wondering I even asked you at one point while we were watching this I'm like so do they ever get sleep deprived? Because so what happens is, as we see in this movie anyway, the way it's presented, mm-hmm. when they're, when this day, I think it's November 8th actually, because there's a sign or something showing it. When that day ends for them, uh, they immediately are thrust back to the morning again of November 8th, the same day. Mm-hmm. And I kept wondering, so like, you know, like, and in reality, um, if you're sleep deprived, in fact, there's a Star Trek The Next Generation episode about this, <laughs> but uh, if you're sleep deprived, I mean, you, you think you start going, you know, nuts, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you need, we need sleep and we need a particular type of sleep and all that kind of stuff. So if you're immediately going from um, ending your day to beginning your day in a flash, yeah. what is that doing to you? But that's never addressed here. And I don't know why, something about the way Groundhog Day was crafted, I never thought about that. Right. Um, but I did with this. Um, and then another thing that I don't think they really did in Groundhog Day, but at least not that I remember, but they did in this movie. So like at one point, um, Kristen Milioti's character, Sarah, she, um, she goes through the whole like November 8th day into the night and then, um, drives home to Texas. So I think she drives from California all the way to Texas to her house mm-hmm gets into her house it's broad daylight so it's like no november 9th it's the next day mm-hmm. and then she ends up falling asleep and then boom immediately wakes up and it's you know she's back in you know palm springs and, mm-hmm. and on november 8th 
And I was like, I was like, well, then this is a, and the way that they do, they do later on kind of get a grasp on what's happening to them. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, but then this is, it's not really the same. I mean, if you're able to, if you're able to go into the next day, right. however that's defined, it's not, it doesn't seem to be midnight. It doesn't even seem to be the next day. Right. It just seems to be how long you're awake. Yeah. But if you're able to like go into the technical next day, yeah. then it's just really a time loop you're caught in. Yeah. It doesn't seem to even fit the model of her explanation that, yeah. that they come up with. And I, again, never thought about that in Groundhog Day. No, you're so swept away with the story and with the characters and the humor in Groundhog Day. You don't really, you know, they're able to get away with all this stuff mm-hmm. without you, you know, double guessing them and questioning everything. So what do you give this out of 10? Uh, I'm going to give it a 7. Well acted, well made, entertaining enough. Not great. <laughs> I give it the same score um, for the same reasons. Okay. So it's a seven from us. All right. Spoilers. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is just not any huge, but so during the course of the movie, Niles and Sarah, you know, they're the only two. Well, there's one other person played by J.K. Simmons, but he's not in it a whole bunch. Mm. But Niles and Sarah are the only two really stuck in this time loop for the most part. Um, and they sort of, they kind of fall in love basically, mm-hmm. right? And they, you know, develop this relationship. And yet again, I, usually I'm a sucker for this kind of thing. Because you talked about earlier, you know, it's romantic comedy in a way. And, mm-hmm. and I, I like those too. And usually I'm a sucker for those. But I kept, again, I pulled myself out of the movie. And I thought to myself, um, and this is kind of actually addressed later on. But I thought to myself, like, so I don't, they, they seem to be kind of different people. And, and I don't know. I know that in a romantic comedy whether it has a time loop element or not, <laughs> if two people are, if, if you've got two main characters and they're falling in love, you're just supposed to roll with it, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm like sitting there thinking, I'm not sure I'm rolling with this. And I'm also wondering mm-hmm. like, if they weren't in a time loop, would they still fall in love? And so I was thinking to myself, like, if I was in a, t- I was going through my Rolodex of people I know in my life, either really well or just very tangentially. But if I were stuck in a time loop with someone who, I found annoying because like she, I mean, I think she, I don't know, but would I just fall in love with them because they were the only other person going through the same day like I was. Mm. And I had to, I had to sit there. I was not convinced. I'm like, "Mm, no, I mean, that's not, I I don't believe that. Yeah. But that's the thrust of the movie. Yeah. I mean, I think my problem is I just didn't really care Mm. whether they got together or not. Um, I didn't particularly like either character. Mm-hmm. Like I, said, I think the performances are good and they do a good job with you know, what they're given, but I just didn't really like the characters themselves and I, I, I just didn't care. Um, I, I did like that, you know, kind of the innovation, the plot innovation here um, is that more than one person can go into that cave mm-hmm. and then... So then more than one person is reliving the same day over mm-hmm. and over again. So you have multiple characters um, who are in this time loop together. And, you know, some of them are so bored with it that, um, you know, they don't kind of live out the sequence. Like the, what's the guy's name who lives in... Uh, Roy. Roy. Um, he isn't doesn't just doesn't even show up a lot of the times so he just stays at home with his wife and kids and ignores everything else 
um, and just enjoys that day that he has to live over and over again. Yeah. I found that to be a weak aspect of the story, too, because mm-hmm. he periodically shows up to try and either kill or torture or maim Niles' character, because Niles actually puts him in this time loop. Right. Um, and, and we haven't even talked about how this time loop works. I mean, you walk into a cave, and that <laughs> cave makes you then in for, into this time loop. Yeah. Um, and Roy is upset. So yeah. there's sometimes when Niles uh, relives this day, he never sees Roy. And then other times Roy decides you know, to come and torture him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then something happens and Roy all of a sudden just has an epiphany and says, okay, I'm not going to do that anymore. Which, I don't know. I, I, I kind of bought that. I kind of didn't. I, yeah. That was the story. The story's kind of weak in many ways. <laughs> that was a weak element. But here's the thing that I really wanted to talk about that's spoilery. Mm-hmm. So there's a, one of the days that they relive, um, Sarah's character just really kind of has almost a mental, emotional break mm-hmm. and goes off. And um, her and Niles, you know, argue. And then, you know, the next several days that, you know, he keeps waking up, she is not there. Uh-huh. And what has happened, as we find out, is she has gone off and every day she learns and on, takes an online course in quantum physics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what she's doing is trying to learn how this cave could possibly work mm-hmm. and then how to get them out of it. Yeah. And so she, she learns uh, conveniently and she then comes back and grabs Niles, who's learned over the course of her absence how much he really loves her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they go into the cave together and do her experiment and they get out of the loop. Mm-hmm. So that's the spoilery thing I wanted to talk about. But the reason I wanted to talk about it was after all this buildup they do, of them kind of falling in love. She goes away, right? And then when she comes back, she's very matter-of-fact. And I get that. So there have been people, you know, in, in my younger days, you know, there have been people who I fell head over heels for. And then either something happened or we went around each other for a while and um, I did not have those feelings at all anymore. And, uh, you know, and it's weird. But at the end of the movie... You know, initially he's not going to go into the cave again with her to try and get out of this loop, but then he decides to. And when he shows up um, to do this, she's very cold and distant to him again. And I thought to myself, oh, I see what's going on here. She's, she's fallen out of love with him. Okay, that can happen. Still sort of an odd, weird aspect of this movie, but okay. But no, she is in love with him. And then she says so, and she's, after this whole cold and distant routine, she's like, I love you too. And then like they kiss and whatever. And I'm like, I, I just, this movie's messed up. And it just is all over the place. And it's not, it, and it doesn't, it just doesn't do things. It doesn't do comedy well, in my opinion. It doesn't do relationships well. It doesn't do character motivations well. And it doesn't, it doesn't just do, you know, I don't know. You're going to make me almost lower my score here. So Well, I mean, I guess that didn't bother me too much. I mean, they, they had kind of a falling out before um, she started leaving to learn to become an astrophysicist or to become a, a, a quantum physicist. Um, and so I don't think she was really over that. He, he meanwhile, had realized his mistake and mm-hmm. um, how much he, he really did love her. And so he was trying to make amends. But she was kind of, she had kind of moved on. I think from that, um, but then you know we get to have the big um, scene outside the cave where he expresses his love awkwardly and she falls for him all over again. Um, I, I don't know. It it seemed very romantic comedy tropish and I, and I was okay with it. Mm. I've got my score to a six. <laughs> 
All right, so it's now a six and a half from us. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, you know, I could be in the minority. We, we, a lot of people seem to really love this movie. But as we always say here, your mileage may vary. <laughs> right. Thanks for listening. Thank you.